Hello, and welcome to Reditations. My name is Celeste Johnson, and on this podcast, I first discuss something I've read and then turn it into a guided meditation for you. Today, I'm discussing two small pieces to fit the theme of the beautiful autumn we're experiencing right now. The first is the short story, Early Autumn, by Langston Hughes, and the second is the short poem, The Lesson of the Leaves, by Lucille Clifton. So let's get settled in, and without further ado, here we go. We'll kick things off with Early Autumn by Langston Hughes. If you're like me, you might remember this short story from your high school English class. It's a popular topic there. It's a very quick little story, less than 500 words, in which two characters, former lovers, meet each other unexpectedly on the street. The characters, Bill and Mary, have not seen each other for many, many years, and they reconnect unexpectedly as Mary is waiting for her bus on a street in New York where both of them live now. Mary and Bill exchange a few words about how their lives are going and They do that kind of uncomfortable small talk that happens between people who used to know each other really well and who don't anymore. Soon, Mary's bus shows up and their interaction is cut short, and we get the sense as readers that they feel very differently as they leave that interaction. The story itself is pretty sparse, pretty spare, and pretty cold in its language, but we still get a pretty rich picture of each character's emotional state. And the story says a lot about how we hang on to relationships and people and ideas in our lives, even when the time for those has passed. I thought this story would be a really good opportunity to talk about the idea of attachment because it really shapes how the characters interact with each other and frankly how they live their entire lives. In this story, it's pretty evident that Mary has maintained a lot of attachment to Bill, or at least the idea of Bill. It seems that Bill has done a little bit better letting go of the idea of Mary. Both of them still have their baggage. The story says that when Mary left Bill, he was left with some bitterness about women, and it seems like Mary has developed a lot of regret about her decision to leave Bill. When she sees him, the line says she raised her face unconsciously as if she were waiting for a kiss. It becomes clear to us as soon as they meet that Mary has different feelings towards Bill than he does towards her. In fact, at the end of the story, we learn that Mary's youngest child is named Bill. On the other hand, Bill seems pretty content with his life, more or less, although there are very few expressions of warmth or happiness in this story, but the few that do occur come from Bill. He talks about his kids with a smile on his face. He categorizes his job in positive terms. And Mary doesn't do any of these things, so we get the sense that she isn't really happy with her present situation, and she's clinging on to ideas and wishes from the past that are still unfulfilled in her life. This story is really rich with metaphor, which is one reason that Both I and high school English teachers everywhere love it. The title, I think, is especially important, and it's also one of the reasons I chose the story. Early autumn is a season of letting go. 
And at the risk of being a little too uh, on the nose here, I think life is a season of letting go as well. In this story, Bill and Mary are still kind of early in that season. They're in the middle of raising their kids. They're kind of, I get the sense that they're in the middle of their lives. And they're still early in the season of letting go in the scheme of things, I think. But they've already let go of a lot. They've let go of their youth. They've let go of each other and their relationship. They've let go of a lot of their dreams, it sounds like. And I'm sure they've let go of many more things along the way. And there's this kind of regret and remorse and sadness that accompanies both of them that reminds us of that letting go that they've had to do and also shows us that perhaps they haven't succeeded in letting go all of the way. Another way that this story emphasizes the inevitability of letting go is by its emphasis on age. Bill talks several times, he doesn't say it openly, but he thinks about how old Mary appears to him. His fixation on her aging points out how much we have to let go of as time passes, how much is out of our control. We also see Mary struggling with the concept of time, but in a different way. She realizes that she's aging, but the the thing that really gets to her is her desperate reaching for the past. She misses what her life used to be like. Perhaps it's a an invented nostalgia, because obviously she wasn't happy with her life when it was that way. She was the one that left Bill, after all. Mary seems never to be happy in the present. She wishes she could undo the change that's taken place over her lifetime, but obviously that's not possible, and the story emphasizes this. There's a moment in the story where Hughes describes how the leaves are falling around them without wind. The leaves don't need to be coaxed to fall from the trees. They simply do. It's inevitable. With or without cause that we understand, The leaves just let go. And this is something that sickens Mary a little bit because she is not able to do that. She's at odds with that letting go. Another symbol that I really like in this story is the emphasis on space and strangers. Space and strangers are what brought Mary and Bill apart when their relationship ended so many years ago. The fact that space and strangers are separating them once again symbolizes that loss comes in cycles. It's not something that happens once and then is over. It's something that happens again and again. Loss comes in seasons. Autumn doesn't only happen once. This season of change and loss occurs over and over again within our lifetimes. In this story, both characters fail to recognize impermanence. Both characters are examples of how attachment can be a hindrance and a source of suffering for us as humans. The Buddhist tradition teaches that attachment is the root of human suffering. We suffer from attachment because attachment is the failure to realize that everything is impermanent. And when we treat things as if they can be permanent, or when we try to control them to keep them permanent, we only suffer when those things go away. This is a concept I want to explore a little bit more with Lucille Clifton's The Lesson of the Leaves. I only recently encountered this poem for the first time. It's very short, and it's incredibly powerful and beautiful. 
I'm not going to read it here even though it's really short, but I suggest you go check it out online if you haven't read it yet. It's only six lines long. It'll take you ten seconds to read it. In her poem, Lucille Clifton likens the letting go of autumn leaves to love, faith, grace, and God. The leaves' ability to let go is something divine, and when we have the ability to let go, we are doing something divine. Everything has a beginning, and everything has an end, and Clifton is talking about what happens when things end. When we let go without attachment, we are embodying love, grace, faith, and even divinity itself. In contrast to the behavior of the characters in Early Autumn, Lucille Clifton's poem shows us what happens when we let go without resistance. Mary and Bill are still clinging to the past, and they're suffering because of it. But the example of the leaves in Lucille Clifton's poem shows us what can happen when we let go with faith and complete trust. Total letting go is an act of love for the world around us and the people in our lives and for ourselves. It's an act of faith because we're trusting that even though we let go, the world will keep spinning and everything will be all right. It's an act of grace because when we let go, we are becoming even more a part of the world around us instead of fighting against it. By letting go, we are opening ourselves up to the cycles that have not yet come, to the seasons we have not yet seen. On that note, let's meditate. Make yourself comfortable and take a deep breath with me. Throughout the day, throughout all our waking hours, our minds are constantly wandering back and forth from the past to the future. But rarely do we ever stop and sit a while in the present. That's what I'm inviting you to do with me in this meditation today. Take another deep breath. With this breath, begin to center yourself in your body. Close your eyes if you'd like and start to feel where you are in this moment. Notice how you feel in your seat, how your feet feel on the floor, how your clothes feel against your skin. Take another deep breath and relish the sensation of the air coming into your body. Feel it flow through your nose, down your throat and into your lungs. Feel your chest expand and contract as you continue to breathe. With each breath out, dismiss any thoughts that have entered your mind about the past 
toward the future. The only thing you have to pay attention to right now is how you feel in this present moment. With another deep breath, begin to scan the sensations in your body. Start at the top of your head. Feel your scalp and any tension or sensations residing there right now. As you breathe in, continue to focus on the sensations in your scalp. When you breathe out, release any intrusive thoughts. You do not have to push them away. You do not have to dwell on them. Simply acknowledge them and let them pass by. On your next breath, move your attention down to the muscles in your face. Whatever sensations you're feeling, acknowledge them and welcome them with your next breath in. With your next breath out, release any tension or thoughts about the past or future. Bring yourself back to the present moment whenever you notice a thought creeping in. Move your attention down to your neck with your next breath. As you breathe in, Notice and greet any sensations in this part of your body. As you breathe out, release any tension. On your next breath, move your attention to your shoulders. Notice any tension or tightness you're holding in your shoulders right now. And on your next exhale, give them permission to relax. If you notice any thoughts creeping in, acknowledge them and let them pass you by. You can come back to them later. But for now, continue to relish the experience of being completely in yourself in this moment. As you breathe out, release all of the air along with any tension you're holding there. Now move your attention to your spine. On this breath, notice any sensations on your inhale and release any tension on your exhale. Bring your mind back to the sensations in your body. Release any other thoughts. Move your attention to your belly. As you breathe in again, feel it rise and expand with the air it takes in. On your exhale, Release any tension 
and ground yourself even further into your seat. Welcome yourself into your body as it is right now. Greet each small sensation and give it your attention, your full attention. Release any thoughts and return to the sensations in your body. Move your attention down to your hips. This is a place where so many of us carry tension. So with your inhale, greet any sensations that are waiting there to meet you. On your exhale, release as much tension as you can and feel yourself pulled further into your seat, grounded further down. On your next inhale, notice your thighs and where they meet your seat. Feel them pulled into the seat, your heavy thigh bones grounding you down towards the earth. Breathe in and greet any sensations that meet you here. As you breathe out, release any tension and ground down further into your seat. Release any thoughts, acknowledge them and let them pass. You can come back to them later. For now, move your attention, all of your attention down to your knees. Feel the angle that they are at, how they connect to the rest of your body. And on your inhale, greet any sensations that arise there. On your exhale, release any tension. Move your attention down to your shins and calves. Notice any tension or discomfort you're holding there. And on your inhale, greet any other sensations that arise. On your exhale, release any tension and relax even more deeply. Now bring your attention to your ankles. This is another place where many of us hold tension or discomfort. As you breathe in, notice the sensations in your ankles and feel the stillness in a part of your body that is so often on the move. On your exhale, release any feelings you wish to let go of here. And also give yourself permission to release any thoughts that have come into your mind. Just let them pass you by. 
Finally, bring your attention to your feet. As you breathe in, notice how your feet feel. The tops of your feet, the soles of your feet, the tips of your toes. Give your feet your full attention. As you exhale, relish the sensations that you notice there. Finally, take one last breath and feel the wholeness of your body, all these parts working together. Notice the sensations that arise as you breathe in and out. As we let go and return again and again to the present moment, releasing the past and the future and our attachment to it, we are embodying love and faith and grace and the divine universe itself. Take one final breath with me. As you exhale, remember that it is safe to let go. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I hope that you can go forth into your day a little more leaf-like than when you came here. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode of Reditations to discuss early autumn and the lesson of the leaves. Special thanks to Josh Munt for his work on the sound design and theme music of this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with somebody else who you think will appreciate it. Another way to show appreciation is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Reviews are really helpful because they help other listeners like you find the podcast and hopefully enjoy it. You can hear all the episodes of the podcast at reditationspodcast.com, where you can also learn more about what's coming next and support the podcast on the Patreon page. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today and listening to this episode. I would love to hear what you thought of it, so send me an email or message me on social media. I would love to chat. Until next week, happy reading.